are now listening to Lower Road Radio. Hey, welcome one and all to the number one podcast, Winter, Spring, and Fall. Talking sports for the thrill of it all. Hey, talking life, but we're killing it all. Jason and Dan with the master plan. These are dangerous men with the mic in the hand. Huh? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. Yeah. Dad life, good life, bright lights in sight. All right. What? Four to five winners everywhere that we go. You're a part of the team. Lower Road Radio. Let's get it. What? At Tanagra, when the walls fell, this is Dan Owings coming at you another time for Lower Road Radio with my co-host, as always, Jason. How are you doing today? I'm down 63 pounds. <laughs> okay, all right. A year from now, you won't exist. That's Here, the goal. I'm work. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I watch. I've watched these uh, programs on television, The uh, Biggest Loser, uh-huh. and there's always one or two people that go too far, and they're like, "You look sick." You know, like I understand you were 300 pounds before, but now you look sickly. I'm still 20 pounds overweight. I still have flub. Listen, I understand, but I'm worried about you. I mean, I don't have as much flub as you. Sure. I'm down six pounds from the last time I weighed, but you know, whatever. What's your overall weight loss? Uh, Depends on where you count my starting date, but 35 pounds. Okay. That's not bad. It's not as good as me. It's like half a weight. Well, it's not a competition, so. But you're making our guest awkward. I said my co-host, as always, Jason, which you are here, but we yeah. have another person here as well. Yeah. Do you want to introduce him? Yes. This is <laughs> my good friend, yeah, Jeremiah, mm-hmm. yeah, who has a podcast called The Torn Quad Podcast, right? That That's right. What were we going to rebrand it? The Torn... Torn Quadcast. Torn Quadcast. It's the much... Torn Quadcast. Yeah, it's it much neater. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you haven't done that yet. Not yet. <laughs> for, for legal purposes. Correct. Because you'd have to go through and like the bylaws and the constitutional... You have to rewrite mm-hmm. all that stuff. So much yeah. red tape. You, yeah. <laughs> you have to bring the board members in and all of that stuff. Yeah. So on your... On the last time you were on, we talked after it. I mean, we, you know, we talked two or three times a year. So I right. call you my good friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, you said that your listening crowd was giving us a hard time like yeah you show those guys what wrestling is right (laughs) well when the word got out that i was going to a let's call it a real sports real sports yeah yeah, that's exactly what i would call it exactly Mm -hmm. you legit others a legitimate sports podcast yes um (laughs) it was you know because there there's this unspoken well it's spoken no i'll speak it yeah Yeah. (laughs) misconception that wrestling and wrestlers are not athletes it's not real sports Uh uh-huh which you know there's the term sports entertainment sure so Mm -hmm. they go hand in hand boy you're getting real defensive for somebody that was invited onto Uh, a podcast you know what i mean hold on now (laughs) there will be time for me to defend later i'm explaining now okay um we're not prosecuting oh yeah i I got no problem with it i think they're very athletic they're strong they're it's just I had a few folks send me a messages, you know, and they were just like, you know, make sure you go on there and you stand your ground is right. essentially what they're saying. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I get it, but you know, it's fine. This is where the discussion happens. This sure. is yeah. somebody has to go into a sports arena, if you will, yeah. mm. and actually just get them talking mm-hmm. about it. <laughs> yeah. This is a unity issue. Exactly. Right? We're mm-hmm. unifying yeah. fake sports and real sports. Right. And that's You're like the Nelson Mandela of 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 wrestling. That's you know, all you're, I've ever you're bridging the gap. <laughs> 
Yeah. I (laughs) I very much feel that way. And, and, you know, if nobody else is going to do it, it might as well be some guy from Ohio, you Mm -hmm. know, just random. And just say, you know what? Put your foot down and just say, you know what? Wrestling belongs here somewhere. Apartheid has to stop. (laughs) Even just a small corner right back here Uh with the rest of the sports. Right. I mean, it it has its own little spot on SportsCenter, or at least it used to. I don't know if they do that anymore. I I watch SportsCenter quite a bit. uh, I've never seen WrestleMania highlights or updates. Well, it's about maybe, let's call it three years ago then. (laughs) Like one time on one sports. (laughs) Two to three times a year. I think that there are a couple of guys on uh, ESPN. What's the one dude? Uh, He's bald guy. Not a fan, but Dick he, he does know. Jonathan Coachman. Yeah, Jonathan Coachman. I'm not a Coachman fan, but he is really into wrestling, right? He does like the announcing he, and stuff? He, he, yeah, he, for a while, he was a part of WWE. He was a, a broadcaster and interviewer. And then he actually went and worked for ESPN for right. several years. He was, and I think he was part of that, like trying to bring it into SportsCenter and right. all that kind of stuff. The, and then when he left, they're like, do we have to do this anymore? Right. So, <laughs> that he, guy's gone. When he left ESPN, he went back to WWE. So yeah. he's back on their right. broadcast. Kind of like Brock Lesnar, right? Right. Like you, all, you can always, if you're not good enough to make it in real sports, you can always come back to the wrestling. Which we will, I'd like to talk about Brock here. <laughs> oh, bit. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Now listen. I feel like for some reason I have to make fun of it a little bit, just a little bit. Okay, wait. Before but we go I any don't, further, but wait. I don't. I, I really don't. In my heart of hearts, feel that way. You have something. Before we go any further, we need to bring up our fake sponsor of the week. Okay, we this don't have is, to call them um, fake, but well, they're not a sponsor yet. I'm mm-hmm. hoping they will be. Yeah. Um, so on the keto diet, which yeah. I've lost 63 pounds so far, mm-hmm. no sugar, no carbs. Yes. I have found a soda. Yeah. That has no no. Sugar, yeah, and no carbs, right? It's sweetened with the stevia leaf, which is better because it's a natural thing than aspartame. Aspartame that is, right. is like something like that chemists are like making. They use, it directly leads to cancer. Like if you need a Bunsen burner to make it, then you shouldn't <laughs> be eating it. <laughs> That's or drinking it, <laughs> right? Or anything, anything that requires a Bunsen burner. I mean, when they put on the safety goggles uh-huh. and the hazard mask, do you think anybody yeah. uses a Bunsen burner? Mr. Outside Sparks. of chemistry class. Oh, like, no, no. Do you think you ever – anybody in the real world is using a Bunsen burner? That's not a popular Christmas present. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I bought it's this – called Zevia. Zevia. I'm sorry, Zevia. Yeah. Zevia at uh, the local grocery Meyer. store. Mm-hmm. Meyer. And I'm going to open it right now. This is the lemon-lime twist. I've had the cream soda, Zevia, and so I like it. This is a Sprite knockoff. Yeah, that's the Sprite knockoff. It's pretty good. Uh-huh. I mean, we'll it, also be a sponsor for Sprite, by the way. Listen, like if Sprite comes knocking, I'll weigh three hundred pounds again. <laughs> I'll do whatever. If Sprite's it takes. gonna sponsor us. Have you had it before? This? Yeah. yeah. This oh, is okay. my like. I didn't can. know if this was like your first time. Okay, trying. so here's the only downside. Oh boy, it's a tad bit expensive. Yeah. So for I bought a six pack of cans. Yeah. For like five bucks. Well, you just drink like one every other day. Well, yes, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Okay, well, keep doing it. I don't want to. Yes. If they were a sponsor, maybe I could drink it every day. I've been drinking bubbly. What is that? Do you like the bubbly? I do. Bubbly is it's just slightly flavored uh, carbonated water. Like sparkling water. It's sparkling water, but it's slightly flavored. There's a cherry, there's a lime, there's a lemon, and I drink the bubbly. Yep. I like the grapefruit. Oh, I the s- grapefruit. I haven't had the grapefruit. No, that's good. I I'll bought a brand grapefruit. from Arizona, sparkling water. Really? It was actually better than the cheap 
Kroger knockoff. Here's what I'll say is, and I like the bubbly. It's my favorite of all the different kinds I've tried. There's the, what I would say is it does scratch that itch of, I want something, uh, bubbly. I want something that's got some, you know, I do miss that. I think more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so when I'm, but I, but I find I I don't drink a lot of it. You know what I mean? Like one can gets me through, like, I just kind of sip it and I really enjoy it. Now what's, have you seen the ice? Yeah. I've seen whatever that that is. Mm -hmm. Someone, a friend of mine put that in with some heavy whipping cream and whipped it up. They said it was excellent. Really? Yeah. I haven't done it yet. Huh. It's kind of like a cream. A creamy. Like an orange flavor. cream yes. or a cherry cream kind of a I'm, thing. I want to try it. Huh. Because I need to increase fat into my diet. Yeah, you do. All right. Well. Um, Back to wrestling. We didn't come here to talk about that. But I, did, I mean, I, I did. I, well, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's you, all I ever. Do you just want to leave now? Do you want to go? I'm good. Jeremiah, yeah. can I? And okay, I can, I'll see it. We can take it from here. <laughs> um, I have a couple things that I want to talk about. First of all, um, one of the things that happens when you're married Whoa, whoa, whoa. Jeremiah, when a man... Now, you're a wrestling fan, so you might not understand this, but when a man (laughs) and a woman really like each other... No, uh, something happens when you're married is you are given uh, a view into a world, the world of women, that is completely foreign to the world of men. And uh, we're we're driving here today, and uh, there's a... um, uh, billboard and the billboard is for my the place that my wife goes to get her hair done. It's called salon. Yeah, some salon, some I forget what it's called. Cutting edge or I don't know some bad pun. And um, <laughs> and uh, she's like, oh, man, I can't go there anymore. I'm like, why? She's like, well, the lady that I go to that that cuts my hair there, she just doesn't do it right, and I just don't want her to do it anymore. And she's like, there's like three or four other ladies that I know would do a really good job, but I can't go there and ask them to do it because she's been doing my hair for so long that I just, it would be weird then to be like, I don't want you to do this. I want one of the other ones to do it because it would hurt her feelings. She's like, so I got to find a completely different place to go to altogether. I'm like, that's a lot to navigate yeah. just get to get your hair cut, you know? Yeah. So... Yeah. No guy would do that, right? No, that's a total girl problem, right? right? Like you go downtown Marion, one of the better barbershops that you'll ever find, Nate's Barbershop. Those Nate, guys know what yeah, they're doing. That's right. Okay. And uh, you go in there and you say, now I, now I don't want you today. I want you. He'd be like, sure, whatever. I don't care. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother me. Hop in the chair. You're next. Yeah. Just next guy, right? Mm-hmm. Women are crazy. But you know what they say? You can't live with them. And you can't live without them. <laughs> <What was that? laughs> <I think laughs> it was an old quote from that show, Third Rock from the Sun. You yeah. Remember that show? Yeah. Uh, I believe one of the guys said, uh, women can't live with them, yet they're everywhere. Oh, yeah. That was the line I was looking for. <laughs> yep. What was that from? Uh, Third Rock from the Sun. Third Rock from the Sun. Yeah. Yep. I was waiting for that, and it just didn't come. Because I, you can't live with them, and yet they're everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get a good haircut, apparently. Apparently. So I, I just... I don't know. That could okay, be a reoccurring. How many haircuts does she get a year? A year? Like what? She a couple? seems to get her hair cut. You well, know, well now it's shorter, so she's getting it cut. You know, she wants to get it cut like at least once a month, once every other month, something like that. But also, too, there's more to it than just the cut. Yeah. There's you know there's the styling. There's mm-hmm. even coloring involved sometimes. Sure. Like my, yeah. My wife gets her hair dyed a lot. Right. But she does it mostly herself now. Mm-hmm. But because it. That adds up. You yeah, know, it does. Have yeah. you seen that thing on but, Facebook? This guy with like an axe and he's like 
cutting yeah. ladies' hair. Yeah. It's yeah. like if he can do that, how hard is it? There you I go. don't know. Like, Maybe she should go to that guy. Yeah. If Erica, your wife, uh-huh. would like to lay down on a desk with a plank of wood, <laughs> I'm sure I would take an axe. I'm sure you would, and <laughs> and I'm sure she wouldn't. I could do a, at least as good as that guy on Facebook. I'll bet you could. Have you seen the guy on Facebook that, that does the cuts fire? people's hair with fire? Oh my gosh, that's, that's crazy. tremendous. Yeah. Have wow. you seen that? No, Who's the I first person that signs up for that? <laughs> like, just kind of lights the bottom of it on fire and then puts it out real quick, and then lights yeah. the bottom of it and puts it out real quick. Hmm. I don't know. I guess you're signing up for the experience more so than the. Uh, I think that's what it is. How it would look afterwards. Yeah. It's like an amusement park. <laughs> and the only people doing this in real life are people that live in either New York or California. Right. Right. They have way so. too much money. Yeah. And the guy who's actually cutting hair is actually awful at really cutting hair. Right. That's not happening and he's in the flyover the states. It's a yeah. uh, that would never happen in Marion. Nobody that ever voted for Donald Trump has gotten their hair cut like that. No. <laughs> no. Are you pretty, could you pretty confidently say that? Yes. That not a single Donald Trump voter has ever gotten a fire haircut. I, yeah, I would think that's accurate. I kind of feel like Melania would do it, though. Mm, I don't think so. <laughs> maybe uh, the axe. The axe, maybe. Not right. the fire. Yeah. All right. So, Jeremiah, are you – so we know – we're going to talk about wrestling. Okay. We're going to get to it. Why would uh, you bring up the woman thing? But I, I just – it was a thing that happened to me today, oh. and that's one of the things we do. We share I thought you things. were like – I thought you were making a reference to well, wrestling. We might – no. We might I mean, we might start a new segment, you know, that we never follow up on called well, I, I The thought World you were gonna of go Women. This, I thought you were going to go this route. Yeah. It is so bizarre trying yeah. to figure out a woman. Mm-hmm. It's bizarre mm-hmm. for me to figure out wrestling. That's a good segue. Uh, that is I, a good segue. That's, a, that's an excellent segue, but I, I think you should save it because I want to talk about something else first. Okay. The NFL is coming up. Are you an NFL fan? Yes. Who? Uh, well, for the longest time, it was the New York Giants, but then I just... What? Yeah. Now's a great time to be a New York Giants fan. It is. Saquon Barkley? Is- yep. you, so you, you ditched him and you picked up? Uh, I just kind of floated around for a while, to be quite honest. You know? I want you to be honest. Yeah. This is a safe place. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, yeah, I was a Giants fan, honestly. Very few people will ever listen to this. So. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Believe me, I know how that feels. My podcast is the same way. No, um, no. I, I was a Giants fan when I was you know, a little kid for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I saw, what was that uh, Super Bowl that they had with the Bills where Hostetler was the starter? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that was great. And I mean, it, was, it was a good game, and I, just, I was hooked from that point on. Okay. So I was a Giants fan. Regardless, that's how some of these folks get started on being a fan of these teams. Sure. They don't know any better because it starts young. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then as time went on, I just kind of lost interest in them. I mean, it was that middle era there, right right before Eli came in and, you know, they, where they were in quarterback yeah. purgatory there. I mean, yeah. they had Kerry Collins take them, you know, to the yeah. Super Bowl when they right. were destroyed by the Ravens. Yeah, they did. Yeah. But um, they, they had Jared Lorenzen for a minute. They did. Who? What was his nickname? He was the round that three hundred and eighty pound quarterback. Yeah, right? yeah, from Kentucky. Yep, the Pillsbury Throw Boy. That's, <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah, Isn't I, that awesome? I remember him? Oh my goodness. Yeah, but uh, you know, after the Giants, I, I sort of floated around for a while. Like I supported random teams, but honestly, the last few years, I, I, I just switched uniforms. I'm a Jets fan. Whoa! I know. And that's so even just, worse that because they've worse. been a quarterback purgatory. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I I was there through the butt fumble. I was there through you know all that stuff. I was okay. there. 
you know, when they had uh, uh, Michael Vick for a minute. So why did you pick the Jets? Just you like green or, you know, like... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I'm an underdog fan. You know, yeah. I like to go for, you know, the teams that you well, know, just haven't had any love in a while. You picked not the Browns. You picked the right team. Who? The <laughs> <laughs> you say they like the, football teams. The biggest underdog. I saw a stat today. Yeah. In the last, like, 10 years, whatever, the Patriots have won 40% of the Super Bowls. Last five or six years. Sure. The Browns have won 30% of their games. It is, <laughs> it is more likely for the Patriots to win a Super Bowl than it is for the Browns to win a single game. A game. A single game. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, here's a question for you guys. How many games are the Browns going to win this year? Four. That's where I'm at. Okay. Four and 12. My heart says 10. My brain says six. Your okay. brain says six? Yes. Why? I think they are significantly better this year. Oh, easily. Oh, my gosh. They're so much better. Um, I think Carlos Hyde, I got him on a fancy team, right? I've had him for years, a keeper league. Dude has some energy in him, and he's playing for a contract. This is the final year of his contract you know, as part mm-hmm. of the trade. He's got some juice, yeah. and they're going to have to guard the receivers because they've got a decent receiving core. Yep. Jarvis Landry is a heck of a receiver. Yep. He didn't get any love and attention because Miami didn't have that same attack, but he still had 1,000 yards over the last three or four seasons, you know, 10-plus touchdowns. He's going to do the same thing for the Browns. Yep. Gordon's back. He's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. I wish they could sign Dez. Yeah. Des Bryant, that would, oh my gosh, they'd run three or four wide the whole game, and Carlos Hyde would have lanes right up the middle. They could score 30 or 40 points a game. Could. But with who at quarterback? I don't know. I like Tyrod Taylor. If he could be healthy, I think he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, so the over-under. In Vegas. In Vegas that you'd have to get right now for the Browns is five and a half. I would take the under on that. I'd go over. You would go over five and a half. I would. I'd put 100 bucks down Oof, on that. Man, you see them winning six games. Yeah. Wow. All the time. All the time. Last year, two years ago, the Rams scored the fewest amount of points in the NFL. The very next year, they scored the most points they in the NFL. They got a new coach. From worst to first. And a lot of that, you know, a lot of the blames passed on, on Hugh. Like yeah. A lot of folks are. He's not good at coaching. No. I don't know. He's never won a game on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the best stat ever. He's been coaching for three seasons. He's got a contract extension. Uh huh. He got a contract. Ex- he's never won an. He's an NFL football coach. Never National won a game. Football league. Yeah. National. The National Football. He's never won a game on Sunday. That's not good. Wow. That's not good. See, and yet, can I, you explain it, Jeremiah? I can't but what is more frustrating to me as an ohio sports you know i I would say fan i mean i'm going to support the ohio sports but the cincinnati Bengals. you flip the coin you go down the down the road they have had marvin lewis as their head coach for For like 12 years 12 years yeah and they've had what four or five postseason appearances not good ones at that one win yeah Yeah, every other year basically to me cincinnati's far more toxic than the browns the browns just went through a little dip i think they're going to come back a little dip listen it's like the they team, fell off Mount Rushmore. The team <laughs> that won in Baltimore should uh-huh. have been the Browns. Okay. Well, okay. that's – oh, but it's not. And then they were gone for a couple years, and when they came back, they've been the in history. a dip since. They've been in a dip since they came uh-huh. back. I mean, you Derek feel Anderson like, had one really good year. I feel like this is the year. This is This it. is the year they finally break Are you Tyrod Taylor or are you Baker? I would start Tyrod Taylor for two years. Yeah. 
and start Mayfield the third year. Okay. Let him learn. All right. Let him grow. Let him figure it out. I mean, the whole Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre thing. Yeah. Give him some time. There's no rush. What happens is it happens all the time. They throw the, the rookie quarterback out there and they fail and they can never recover from it. Yeah. There's no rush. Yep. There's no rush. They're going the truth is they're not making the playoffs. Right. With Tyrod Taylor or Mayfield. So you know what? Go with Tyrod Taylor. Let him throw him out there. All right. Okay. Hey. I hope you're right. I hope they – I pulled up an article while we were talking that, that is a CBS Sports saying that the Browns are a wild card contender. Hmm. Wild card contender. Which means they win 10 games. Yeah, yeah. they do that. Well, the that's Jets a, won five a, games last year. The over-under now is at six for 2018. You yeah. feel like they win more than six? If uh, Darnold can get locked in, yeah, I think they – yeah. yeah, if any NFL quarterback <laughs> well, starts to play well, then his team's going to be better. But you're, you're looking at you know him as opposed to the situation with the Browns. You're looking at I mean, I think Darnold as just overall with the mechanics. I think he's a. I don't want to say he's a better leader than Mayfield is, but I think in the situation, I think he's better off to just jump in and start right now because okay. he's got a, he's got a quality veteran in McCown ironically enough who was with the Browns last year or yeah. last couple seasons who is a great mentor I mean McCown's a great football mind right and so I think it all depends on if they can get you know they they have a young receiving core in New York so too. tell me this just in general you could start a team from scratch mm-hmm. you got different style quarterback play the scrambler the traditional pocket passer, the gunslinger, right? You got these different types of quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. What do you enjoy watching and what do you think is most effective? You know, my favorite quarterback to watch over the last at least 10 years has been Drew Brees. Okay. Like if I if I had to pick one style of play, it would be the way that he plays. I mean, which is also their offense, they just spread it out. It's a run and gun. Yep. Yeah. I mean, well, hence his 5,000-yard yeah. seasons and just, you know, the way that they've been able to just, you know, it doesn't matter who's throwing the ball to. Right, I mean, yeah. It's without a doubt that that's been the most successful kind of quarterback. Uh, if you look at the Super Bowl winners, I mean, I don't know, if you pulled up the Super Bowl winners from the last 10 to 15 years. They Tom, all throw 50 Tom, times a game. Tom Brady, Peyton yeah. Manning, Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers. That's the, the mobile quarterbacks are fun to watch. Like, I love watching Cam Newton, but, uh, I mean, he's going to get hurt. Yes. yes, and it's going to happen again and again yep. and again and again. Tyrod Taylor, Michael Vick, all those guys. I think if you are RG3. a running quarterback system, if that's your system, I, I would have four quarterbacks on my team that just – and I don't even know that I'd pick a starter. you know. Yeah. And so that way if one of them goes down, it's not as big of a deal, and that's just your system. I don't think that would actually work, but I think that's better than putting it all on like, okay, Cam Newton you know, is your starter, and you've, you've geared your whole team around him, and your backup is you know, Cade McCown or something. It's like, well, now this is a completely different team the moment he gets hurt. And by the way, he is going to get hurt. Yeah. So you have to give yourself, I think, backups that are doing the same thing that the, the, the league guy is doing. Well, and you look at it, well, if you saw today, uh, the Saints just got Bridgewater from the Jets. Oh, yeah. so That's a good move. That's that, a great move. That's man. a good move. It's a good move for two reasons. One, you, I mean, he's come off that knee injury, but he, he you couldn't even tell during the preseason. He's looked fantastic. Right. But also, that he's so young still, and yeah. he just has the, what, the one year, really. Right. And, you know, Breeze at probably one two years tops 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 sure and so you've got you can get bridgewater plugged in there's your quarterback of the future and i got, like that for the always, next 10 years yeah. after Bruce maybe you should jump to the saints 
I mean, I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I, you know, you're making a good bargain there. But I, I, I will say just real quick about, yeah. you know, I like Drew Brees. And his leadership is poised. I mean, just the way that he's been able to, I mean, he's taken a beating too over the years. But he's, He killed Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do. He lit them up. I mean. I was in eighth grade. That was a long time ago. It was a long time ago. Yeah. But I would say if we wanted to step it back a few more years, um, I, I enjoyed watching Randall Cunningham play football. Oh, yeah. He was amazing. Sure. He but, was also a lot of fun to pick on he, Tecmo Super Bowl. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you look at that, 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 that brand of quarterback, and his career was uneven. It was lopsided. You know, he had good years and he had bad years. Mm-hmm. And you look at – we just talked about the run-and-gun guys or the guys rather that run more, like mm-hmm. the Vicks and, and yeah. Cam Newtons. And, you know, I, I, I just think in this day and age, a good running back is still so valuable. Well, because... Randall Cunningham's best year was with the Vikings. Right. When he was just throwing the ball. Yep. He wasn't running then. He was older and he was just slinging it around. That yeah. was his best year. You know, was it Robert Smith that was his running back? Yeah, yeah. Robert Smith was yep. a beast. Chris guy. Carter was on that team. Yep. He was a good team. What's crazy to me is Baltimore drafting Lamar Jackson when you have Joe Flacco. Like, that could not be more different. Well, they're wanting to go in a different direction. That's, but why that direction? Like, this has been proven over and over and over that this guy's going to get hurt. Yeah. He's going to come out the pocket, and a 250-pound linebacker is going to level him. Right. And he's going to be done. Yep. And that's that's it. You know, RG3 is a great example of that. Yeah. He, he never was, he was great. His rookie year, he was like, who's this guy? Now, is he still with the Ravens, too? Yeah. I think he him? is. Yeah. 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 Well, it makes more sense if they say Jackson. We're going to go with Jackson, and then uh, RG three is my our backup. Mm. That makes sense. But yeah. then Flacco's your Super Bowl, you know, winning quarterback. Yeah. Right. I mean, he was there playing quarterback when they won the Super Bowl. When I wouldn't call him Big Super Ben Bowl retires in Pittsburgh this year. Yeah, Flacco should go to Pittsburgh. That would be a good pick. Although the dude from Oklahoma State, they like there in Pittsburgh. He's like Ben two point Yeah. All I know is today I was at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I'm watching the NFL Network. And I think, I think this is probably a bad thing for me to say because we are a sports podcast, but I'm going to say it anyway. We're just oversaturated with sports opinions, don't you think? Is that your opinion? That, that's my opinion. I'm watching the NFL Network, not listening to it because I'm a Buffalo Wild Wings, so I'm just, it's just on the TV. And Rod Woodson is talking to some random dude about something, and there's like a headline underneath, Dallas Cowboys something or other. And I just remember thinking to myself, I could not imagine anything that they're saying be, being interesting or informative to me at all. Like, it's well, just... currently you, there's no games being played. Yeah. And even the starters in the preseason are playing I one game. Know. Here's the thing. When you get in week three or four, when the games start to matter and guys are getting hurt and different things are happening, guys are getting ready to get fired, they're on the hot seat. To me, that's far more interesting. I don't care what anybody thinks in the preseason because none of it matters. Yeah, the Browns will go four zero in the preseason and then they'll lose every game in the regular season. It means nothing. Yeah, they just beat who they beat the other day five to nothing. The Browns, yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, the Eagles. The, yeah, they beat the Eagles the five to nothing. Super Bowl champion. But you know That's what? Right. It means nothing. Mm-hmm. It means nothing. Yeah. So all these guys break. They have down, to have a show. They have to talk about something every single they? night. Do they? I, I, well, but they, see, that's the thing. Like the NFL Network exists. 24 7 365 i know what are they talking about in march they're me, breaking down the top 25 tight ends in 1975 yeah you know, that, it's like a list those that's where it's, uh, it's oversaturated during the season 
like just kick up the NFL Network in August and I shut it down in January. I can't ever imagine watching the NFL Network on purpose other than a game song that I'm interested in. I'm just going to be honest with you. Yeah. Like I have – they have way too many ex-football players. Do you watch the Major League Baseball Network? Of course. <laughs> I'm an American. <laughs> That's different. Baseball is God's sport. You know, it's – baseball's different. NFL Network, just enough already. You know, I don't – I just – ex-NFL players are about the most – about the least interesting people to listen to. They really have nothing interesting to say. Are you saying Mike Golick is not – a sweeping generalization, but – Mike Golick? Uh. Yeah, he's an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my opinion. Okay. Okay. From one to another. All right. I got all my stuff out of the way. So uh, let's. What was your segue okay. again? Let's so, resegue. Well, so I'll talk about what I want to talk about briefly. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess you talk about what you want to talk about. So I knew we were going to come and talk about wrestling. Oh, this is another segue. A s- separate segue. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, segues for days. I go home. I actually left work a little bit early so I could go home and I, I turn on my TV. I've got the okay. Roku, right? All right. I'm right there with Hulu you. You are Amazon painting Prime a picture. And yeah. Netflix. You're and, a master and, storyteller. And uh, YouTube TV. Uh-huh. I mean, I've got subscriptions to everything. You're sitting down on, on your couch, on your chair, in your living room. Recliner. On your recliner. Yep. Feet up. Feet are up. Back. Got, are you back at all? No, or? I'm, I'm uh, probably at a 45 degree angle. So and I'm you not. Got a, Zevia in hand? I don't. Oh. Because I'm saving it for the podcast. Okay. Maximum, I'll do one a day. Okay. Preferably one every other day. These are expensive. This is why you I can't, can't do one every day. You just can't blow those. Yeah. No. Okay. We're a semi-amateur podcast. So we you're don't get sitting, enough. recliner, feet up. Uh-huh. Television on. I've got every subscription. Home from work early. I'm home from work Did early. Did you send the kids like away so that you could focus? Like, get out of here, kids. No, they're playing video games. Okay. So they don't care. And I go to the search feature where it'll search... Every option, every channel that I have. Mm-hmm. And I search wrestling. Just wrestling. Wrestling. Uh-huh. And there, I could not find one good wrestling now, I don't TV wanna... show uh-huh. or movie or documentary. I don't want to insult. Now, I'm not talking about like the, the Raw or the, like the, the stuff that comes on a weekly basis. I could not find stuff on Hulu, Amazon Prime, or Netflix that was worthy of watching with the exception – of two things. You tell me the two things, and I don't want to insult your intelligence, but I just feel like there's a better than 50% chance that you don't know how to spell wrestling. <laughs> I mean, were you aware that it does not start with an R? Yes. Okay. Because I'm thinking if you typed in my with well, an R, maybe that's why nothing came up. My you wife s- had to help me do it. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. Well, now that makes sense. If she was a, a part of the process. No, she understands this okay, stuff. Okay. All right. Yeah, she was no, I trust her. Literally, for 20 minutes... I was scrolling through Amazon Prime. I uh-huh. searched wrestling, and Just I'm scrolling through wrestling. sideways over, 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 over. Yeah. It is amazing how much raw footage, they called it, of Memphis amateur wrestling is on Amazon Prime. I didn't yeah. even know that was a thing. Oh, the, Me- Are you the kidding? Memphis series? Oh, the Memphis. Oh, come on. That's like the mecca of wrestling. Memphis? Apparently. Yeah, it's like a There's hot a ton of, it. of wrestling. Uh-huh. But it was all garbage. Memphis is to wrestling what New York is to baseball. Okay. Yeah. I, Abner I Doubleday. Yeah. yeah. What's that? Abner Doubleday was New York. He didn't invent baseball, though. <laughs> Come on. What are we talking about? Of course he did. The British did. We just did want to give it's them. It's called cricket. Cricket. You <laughs> yeah. got to have a crumpet to play cricket. Do you know what that's from? 
I don't. Oh, I would love you forever if you did, but I will not tell you. <laughs> it's Casey Jones, the Casey first Jones? Turtles movie. Oh, Teenage right. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Right. A Jose Canseco bet. Tell, tell me, me, you didn't, didn't pay, pay money for this. this. It's a great movie. You got to go home and watch it. I haven't it. seen it in a long time, as is evidenced by my awkward silence. <laughs> now, <laughs> we watched it every Friday night and every Thursday night and every uh, Wednesday night, and growing often up during the day in the summertime for what. Four uh, years consecutive? I'd say four or five years, something like that. We could like quote that. it at one point, probably first line mm. to last line. I lost my sigh. <laughs> let but it, I can get it back. I can get it, it back. Let it go. <laughs> let it go. I, I will say this, that it goes without saying that there's a connection of wrestling to the Turtles movies. Really? Yes. Well, we'll have to get into that. We will get to that. Okay, so so all these things, right? Yeah. I could not find anything. Nothing. And then I remember I saw an app. Okay. WWF or WWE There's an app, or for There's an uh-huh. app on the mm-hmm. Roku that you can download. That's yeah. right. So I downloaded it and I pulled it up and I tried to watch a couple things and it's all subscription based. Oh, this is what's killing wrestling. I'm convinced of it. Is, okay. We right. need Hot we take. need this is what we need. Hot take. We Come need in. better TV programming uh-huh. that's easily accessible that doesn't cost money. Monday Night Raw. No, I'm not watching that. I just want to see things about it. I don't want to see it. Okay. I, you know, cuz I just want to be I just sure. want to be entertained. I don't sure. want to have to go through the whole – because I didn't watch last week. So I don't know what the storyline is. Mm. I don't know that Brock Lesnar doesn't want to fight this other guy and there's a agent okay. thing and you know there's yeah. contractual – Vince McMahon is involved whatever. somehow. Mm-hmm. Stephanie McMahon, that's another name that I know. Triple H. Uh-huh. And uh, no movies, no good movies. Mm-hmm. I did find Over the Top. It's arm wrestling. With Sylvester Stallone. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a great He's a film. truck driver. It is. Um, I chose not to watch it because it's not real wrestling. It's just arm wrestling. When's the last time you watched that movie? I don't know. It's... 15, 20 years ago? Awful. <laughs> I've watched it. <laughs> like recently. And then at some point you realize, like, they want me to buy into the fact that he is... That the entire... Okay, tell us the quick cause I, synopsis of the movie because I don't remember. Other than it's truck drivers arm wrestling, right? Yeah. If he wins, he gets... He gets to be with his kid. If he loses, he doesn't. Like the custody of his child. This is, is a court decision. I guess I don't. I, I, yeah, the eighties were a different time. <laughs> yeah. I, Basically, the custody of his child was determined upon whether he wins an arm What's wrestling like match. Son with the Asian uh, cup. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a whole different thing. But yes, uh huh. <laughs> so you found nothing, and you feel like the wrestling world needs to do a better job. Absolutely. Of- so the so the one thing that's on there is Nacho Libre. We talked about that last Come time. On, right? It's the Nacho. best wrestling movie ever. Uh huh. But give me ten or fifteen of those, right? Because absolutely, you could increase. Kids don't grow up watching it. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch wrestling with my own kids. I've turned it on. We've tried to sit there and watch it. It catches their attention for about like three minutes, and they're done. Mm. It's too much story, too much talking, not enough action, not enough stuff going on. Okay. You have to wait so long between each things, and there's all. It's just too much garbage. Yeah, just get into it. Come on, man. What are we doing? Right. <laughs> yeah, and same things. Movies. Let's just make them entertaining. Yeah. Right. Let's make them fun. Yep. Let's build larger than life characters. Because I feel like when we were kids, the whole draw to it was these larger than life characters that that Hulk Hogan, yeah, Randy Savage, Ultimate Warrior, Ultimate Warrior, all these guys. Yeah, but it was now they're just dudes in spandex. That's what it feels like. It yeah. just doesn't feel it, – it's too much story and not enough hype or – I don't even know how to describe that. But yeah. the kids are not they're, not – they're not attached to it at all. Mm. You got to make it more kid-friendly. You have to in order for it to increase. Okay. Well, I hope Vince McMahon is listening. 
I will save my second find for the Netflix suggestion of the week. Oh, little teaser. That is a that is a professional tease right there. Well, before we uh, move on with wrestling, let's uh, go ahead and thank our sponsor, Zevia. I guess I don't know. I'm just trying to work that into <laughs> uh, the show. Like one day we might actually yeah, have one. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so that would be this. This pause right okay. here would be like a pre-recorded. Oh, a little bit. Yeah. So we're going like, to pause for 10 seconds for the sponsor for to play. purple mattresses or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Our sister has one of those memory foam mattresses. Yeah. Uh-huh. Have you laid on it? Uh, no. You should go over her house and lay on it. Okay. It's pretty comfortable. <laughs> All right. I want to try to take a nap on it, so but the, I don't know how it can get into her house. The official sponsor is one of those memory foam mattresses. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Get yourself one of those memory foam mattresses. I, I assume they're all good. <laughs> I think that they're all the same thing. It's memory foam. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Lisa mattresses, purple. There's a few different. Some other of them ones. have like a grid system. Yeah. In addition to the memory foam. I don't know. My I, wife I'm really a purple wants fan. Do you have a purple? No, but I want one. Have you I ever just laid like on their one? commercials. <laughs> <laughs> they're great commercials. They, the, they they come in a box to your I know, house. I know. And you like just cut I it know. open, the whole thing yes. folds out. And it folds yeah. out and expands, and then mm-hmm. you sleep on it. I just I, feel like in time, like you have you ever had a beanbag chair? Come on, what are we talking about? <laughs> Within three weeks, it's garbage. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. How's the memory foam mattress not garbage after three weeks? I don't know. I don't know. Can you rotate it? Do we know? Yeah, I don't know. I was I would assume you can, that it's all the same thing. It's just one layer, so you know, maybe you rotate it. I, I've Costco not had Costco has one. these mattresses Talk now. to our sister. She could answer. I have. Oh, I've laid on her bed. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. I want to try sneaking her house sometime where I can, like, take a three-hour nap and see how I feel about Speaking it. Speaking of wrestling, um, <laughs> there, was a, there was a guy uh, – this is – I don't know how to tell all of this backstory. But the short of it is there was a guy – there's this guy that I've recently uh, become friends with who – I knew I was like super good friends with when we were like four years old. Okay. Like he was like my best friend when I was four or whatever, you know, like went to his birthday parties or whatever. Best friend might be overselling it, but you know, when you're four, you know, and uh, then we hadn't seen each other for like literally 33 years. And then he kind of shows back up in my life, you know, and uh, I'm like, wait a minute, are you? And we kind of put that together. Anyway, he was over at our dad's house okay. uh, this week. On Lower Road. On Lower Road. The that's the mecca of Lower Road Radio, so um, he he was there and he was helping me do some stuff and uh, and he goes he just randomly he comes up and he's like hey did you have Rock'em Sock'em robots when you were a kid I'm like yeah he goes I've been here before <laughs> <laughs> and he goes I just had this memory of playing rock and soccer. And he goes, for some reason, it's a memory that always stuck with me. And I always wondered, like, where did I do this? Like, he couldn't place yes. it with any of his other friends because... Well, he was four years old. Because he was four years old. So he's but thinking he, all his classmates, all his schoolmates. And he's thinking about all their houses. He's like, no, it was in a basement. It wasn't there. It wasn't there. I don't know. But he always remembered playing rock and soccer robots. And then he was at dad's house on Lower Road yeah. and saw the spiral staircase. Uh-huh. And that's like what kicked it back into place was the spiral staircase down to the basement. He's like... Did you? And so I just thought that did was... Did we still have it downstairs? Rock'em Sock'em yeah. Robots? Oh, man, if we did, we would totally play. Like, <laughs> I'd be like, we're going down there right now. But no, we didn't. So, yeah. Okay, so back That's, to the wrestling movie. Yeah, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, wrestling, yes, wrestling the whole thing. movie. It's yeah. all Tell connected. me what I'm missing. What wrestling movie or TV show... Wait a minute, show? why is there not a tag team wrestling group called Rock'em and Sock'em? Like, two guys. That's <laughs> boxing. That's not wrestling. Okay. I just feel like that's good. And they dress up like robots, and they do the robot when they win. 
<laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty. That's pretty good. I have to take that down. All right, I'll send it to my wrestling. Buddies. So what's okay. what's the wrestling movies that we're missing? Well, there's one that came out years ago, almost twenty years ago, called Ready to Rumble. Ready to the with number two. David Arquette Rumble with David Arquette, who is a former WCW World Heavyweight Champion. Shut up. I can't make that up. I'm actually wish Are I could. Are you serious? I am so serious. Wow. Yep. In the in the history of professional wrestling lore, the the you know the history books will say that David Arquette, that so, David Arquette, wow, for one week, Courtney Cox's ex husband is a former <laughs> professional wrestling. He held the second most prestigious <laughs> professional wrestling title in the history of wow. The yep. That's impressive. That is impressive. Oh yeah, it's well. Uh, no, if if you watched it, <laughs> so how's the movie? The movie is not good. Okay, <laughs> so you're <laughs> not helping. I, you're not helping. Give what us, am I what, missing? What's another Where, one? Where's the good ones? Other than Nacho Libre. Uh, see, yeah, Nacho Libre took it a step up, and it's obviously the quality of the actors. And well, the wrestler with yeah, Mickey the, Rourke. The wrestler with Mickey Rourke is amazing. That won like an Academy Award. I, yeah, it, it, it rejuvenated his career too, and he mm-hmm. actually. WWE, of course, saw a good chance to tie in with that, and so he was actually a special guest at WrestleMania 25. As Mickey Rourke or as, as Mickey the Rourke. character? No, just as Mickey Rourke. Okay. He was ringside, and he, um, the idea in his storyline, again, yeah. there was a storyline behind that where the, the movie The Wrestler, uh, some of these older guys like Rowdy Roddy Piper, Ric Flair. Now you're talking my language. Jimmy, Superfly mm. Snooka, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat. Those four guys uh, actually got in touch with Mickey Rourke, and they went. They were his guests at the premiere mm. in Los Angeles. Really? Yeah. And Mickey Rourke got to know them, and he was like, you guys were a big reason why this movie was made. Yeah. Because it peels back the curtain to show you. Because that whole movie is about like, a guy who at one time was a big deal selling out Madison Square Garden, whatever. Yeah. And then he's wrestling in bingo halls 15, 20 years later. Yeah. Which is what happens to a lot of these guys. Yeah. And so... These legendary wrestlers, you know, got to know him really well, and they invited him as their personal guest. It's like, okay, we went to your Hollywood big extravaganza, come to ours. Okay. So, um, so Mickey Rourke comes in there, and these these guys are in a match with a wrestler named Chris Jericho. Yeah, I and, know that. Name. Yeah, and so it's Chris Jericho taking on three legends, and these guys are in their fifties, sixties, yeah. so they're past their prime. But they're legends. But they're legends, so it made for a spectacle. They got that old man strength, right? <laughs> so you got Rowdy Roddy Piper, <laughs> uh, Superfly Snook, and Ricky, Ricky Steamboat fighting Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho actually beat all three of them. He won the match. After the match, he gets. Why'd him- you say beat in air quotes? Like I don't understand. Why'd you Why'd you air quote when you did that? I, well, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> defeated, beat. You know, they may have, may or not have planned it. I don't know. Oh, okay. No, Sorry. Kid, of course, I know. I just outed the entire. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you get murdered, right, right? Right. Vince McMahon. I hope you're not listening. No, but um, so so he gets on the microphone. Chris Jericho does, and he starts uh-huh. taunting Mickey Rourke. Oh. And he says, I saw your stupid movie, you know, it's uh, how dare you make a mockery yeah. of my industry, you know. He's like, I'm always going to be on top, that kind of thing. Yeah. Seems, Seems rather aggressive. Seems rather aggressive for somebody yeah. who brought a spotlight to the thing that you do in a very positive way. Be like, why are you attacking me? I, yeah. I'm only glorifying right. what you're doing. Mickey Rourke was kind of caught off guard by mm-hmm. it, so Jericho invites him into the ring. Mickey Rourke, who is a former boxer, if yeah. you know any about his background, he comes in there and he just he clocked him. 
I mean, and it was like for real, for real. Like, and afterwards, like there was a news report about it, like on the, one of these wrestling dirt sheet sites. It's like Chris Jericho had no idea he was going to get potatoed, and it was so just, that was like a legitimate. I'm angry, and I'm coming up here. That Mickey, wasn't planned. Well, Mickey Rourke was told that he was going to have a segment in the ring with Chris Jericho. Yeah. He didn't know where it was going to go. That's all there. he knew. All he knew. So he knew like, that there was going to be some, and I will use my quotes, physicality. Okay. And so I uh, have to look that up on YouTube. It's there. It's okay. it's pretty awesome to watch Mickey Rourke punch out a guy <laughs> twice his size. Yeah. <laughs> like did did it just drop him? It dropped him. Wow. Yeah, like Rourke got Did he a, pass out? No, but okay. could we could me. pause the podcast and you could watch it. No, you want to do we'll that? save it for after. It's <laughs> you fine. sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'd be happy to. <laughs> it's it's fun to watch. We'll save it. Yeah, you but, sure? Okay, right. pause it. Let's pause the podcast. Okay. We're going to watch it, but for the listener there'll be no time at all. Okay. We're back. We just watched it. Jason, what's your assessment? It's fake. (laughs) (laughs) It was very entertaining. No, listen, it's very entertaining. Mm -hmm. And uh, definitely caught Chris Jericho by surprise. I don't think he realized how crazy Mickey Rourke is. Mickey Rourke is. I don't know how you can't realize how. I mean, like, look. Dude is insane. You look, just look into his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And what he was wearing in that song. Is that an Aerosmith song? Look into his eyes? Yeah. Um, You know it. Probably. I think I do. You might just you might be thinking of a song that's not an Aerosmith song. So. Mm. I just died in your arms tonight. No, not no, that. No. <laughs> it doesn't have the word eyes in it. It doesn't matter. Hungry eyes. No, not Hungry that eyes? Yep, that's the no, one. No, that's not what I'm thinking no. of. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 I want you to know. No? <laughs> no. Nope. Okay. It's a very small audience. I even know what that is. Do you know what that song is? I don't. That was before his time. That yeah, was before your time. It's so good to know. All right. So um, are there any other good wrestling movies? Uh, so was it Paul Was it Paul Giamatti? Was he? Giamatti. Giamatti. It was a movie called Win Win, but that was about real wrestling. Forgive the, the – the, it was about uh, competitive no. wrestling. What's the word that you would use? Greco-Roman. Uh, Greco-Roman. Amateur wrestling. Okay. Yeah. I All mean, right. Uh, you know, professional wrestling has its connotation. Amateur wrestling is where you, you know, the high school stuff. Like, right. you get, you know, yeah. the real mm-hmm. stuff. Right. That's the real what, stuff. <laughs> that's what that movie was about. Uh, win win. I mean, really, if you're gonna if you're gonna look at it, like, I, Nacho Libre is probably the the, the, the go to movie. The one. Yeah, well, when I you mean, when you Google best wrestling movies, it's The Wrestler. It's a 1999 movie called Beyond the Mat. That is a documentary, and it's really good. Well, we like documentaries. I, they're the best. Okay. Then, I love them. Then, so then I have to find a way to watch. How can you watch? How could one it's probably watch Netflix. Beyond the Mat? Or uh, YouTube, at least. It might be on YouTube. Everything's um, on YouTube. It might yeah. be on Amazon. Beyond the Mat is good. check it out. There, there are certain uh, wrestlers who have, have singular documentaries about them. Mm-hmm. If I said Brett the Hitman Hart, would you guys know who yes. I'm talking about? There's one about him, and uh, there was an incident. It's called the, quote, Montreal Screwjob. Okay. And there, there's some intense history, and it peels back the curtain of, like, the kind of the just the nastiness behind yeah. the scenes. And essentially, there, it's, I think it's Wrestling with the Shadows is what it's called. Okay. It's amazing. See, there's another uh, 30 for 30 with Ric Flair. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yes. That's great, too. Yep. Like, when you hear some of his backstory, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. You know, and you see where the background of some of these guys, and it, to me, that's far more appealing. Yeah. Than the made up stories. Well, and I'll tell you this, and if you and I'm going to plug, I think we talked about this last time we were here. The the WWE Network, the one that this the, the subscription, the subscription thing, yeah. But once you 
once you get into that. So how much is that? Do you know? It's nine ninety nine a month. Do you do it? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. That was a that well. Gift. It's the equivalent of like, is there how much Netflix. content is on there? Over seventeen thousand hours. Holy cow! Yeah. Have and, you watched it all? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank goodness, no. Um, it, but they're but they keep putting out new content, okay. and they ha- and it's more than just the wrestling. I mean, they have honest like weekly like shows like right. this week in wwe they have like analysis shows okay kind of like what we're talking about with the nfl See, network that's what i'm saying i think i would watch that but it yeah. needs to be accessible i'm not paying ten dollars a month for it you know they have this great show called table for three and it's three wrestlers just random and they they are it's like before a show like at a restaurant they're just talking eating yeah food just talking for and that's on this hour. The WWE. WWE Network. Okay. They also have animated shows, and they take the, the characters, the wrestlers, yeah. and they just plug them into real-life situations. Okay. Um, they have live podcasts on there. Um, there's a podcast called Something to Wrestle With. Okay. And they, they broadcast on there. And it's it, a good name. Well, know. all of this has to stop because I found the wrestling movie oh, you've you been found, looking for. You found the Flintstones Stone Age Smackdown original movie. So... The yes. Flintstones made a wrestling movie. Did you know that, Jason? Are we going to pause it and watch it right now? The whole thing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. You should. It's not um, very good. <laughs> what was I going to say? The, uh... It's gone. It's you gone. You interrupted me. I'm sorry. <laughs> not that sorry. So what's happening in wrestling? We're, we're, we're running out of time. We still have other things to talk about, like Netflix Suggestion of the Week, stuff like that. Yeah. But just what's happening in wrestling right now that we should know about? All right. Um, you know, just kind of surmise the summer. WWE has an annual event called SummerSlam. It happens every August. It just it just happened last weekend, and they have uh, twelve pay per view events throughout the year. There's one every month, but there's ones that they call the Big Four, where they just pour everything into WrestleMania. It. WrestleMania that happens every April. There's the Royal Rumble that's in January. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, SummerSlam, which is in August, and then November is the Survivor Series. It's the Grand Slam yep. of wrestling. Yep, those are the Big Four, and those. I mean, it's like every one of those for like a week leading up to it. There's just like all sorts of stuff. Just whatever town that's held in becomes like the wrestling central. For Does everybody. a single winner emerge? Um. From that night, like this is the like when it's the British Open, Tiger Woods is the winner, you know. Well, uh, I, I guess if you, you there's obviously 12 or 13 matches that happen on these cards, so yeah, you know, but uh, it's really who's ever in the main event that's going to be who's crowned okay. the winner. So the la- the night, the night's closer, okay. And this year it was Roman Reigns who Ooh. defeated Brock Lesnar. To become ah, to become go. the new Universal Champion, the WWE Universal Champion. Because Brock Lesnar was the champion? He was. Brock oh. Lesnar had been the champion for 453 days, I think. Wow. Yeah. Which is insane. Yeah. But in that time, he'd only defended the title seven times, which yeah. is unheard of in wrestling because... Well, all- he's such a big name. He doesn't have to. That's- they just want him to be a part of it however he can, Right. right? Right, he was the draw. Like he, he puts the butts in the seats. He well, was, he does in the U, U, UFC as well. Like which, if Brock Lesnar's fighting, people will watch, yeah. even though he's probably going to lose. Yeah. They still want to see him because he's entertaining. Well, and that's that's what's happening now because Lesnar's contract is done with WWE. He's going back to UFC. Yeah, and I guess he. I don't know who's the heavyweight champion right now. Is uh, I, don't I don't know. I don't know. Somebody from Brazil. Yeah, but he stepped up and he's already in line to challenge him for that. I mean, he hasn't. And been, he's going to lose. Well, I don't know about that. 
I mean, well, if he can catch him, there was a brief period of time where I was watching a decent amount of UFC. And uh, I think the book on Brock Lesnar is he's either going to beat you in the first 45 seconds or he's not going to beat you. Right. He can't go the distance in the, in the octagon. There's and no that's way. why it's so much fun to watch because, like, he, the couple times that I saw him fight, I saw him a fight against, uh, oh, shoot, maybe, oh, I can't remember. But anyway, he just charged at him and it was fun. It was like, Whoa, this is because normally these guys dance around a little bit, you know? Yeah. So, well, yeah, I he's don't know. a scary, scary He's dude. a giant human being, <laughs> you know? Yeah. What'd you call it? The Universal Belt? Universal. They have two, two titles in WWE that are considered their top championships because there's two different brands that operate under the WWE umbrella. Mm-hmm. There's, and they're the two weekly TV shows there's okay. Raw and SmackDown. Those are their own separate, like AFC, NFC, let's call it that. Okay. Right. So, um, and wrestlers don't cross over. They do occasionally, but their their contracts are actually brand specific. Okay. So, uh, so Raw has the Universal Championship, and then the WWE Championship is on SmackDown. Okay. And so every year they have a uh, a, the, a draft, and the general managers from each brand actually mm-hmm. draft. They have a board. Everybody. That's for, cool. Yeah. So they just shake it up. So is there ever a champion that holds both belts? Uh, they did that for a time. It was the unified yeah. championship, um, but they created because their the roster was just so bloated. Right, they wanted to create competition, so they just created another world title. Right, and split them up. So, can can I can I be a little critical of the wrestling for a second? Sure, seems a little pale to me. You know, yeah. does it seem a little pale to you? Like to me, white guys, not a lot of brothers winning yeah. the belts. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of controversy. Like, what's that? that? I'm trying to think of like the great black wrestler. Well, there's a few. I mean, we can go back in the history. I mean, uh, Junkyard Dog is one. Uh, he okay. Was, he was great. Uh, Big Cat Ernie Ladd, former NFL guy too. Okay. Um, These are two names I haven't heard of. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was a guy Ron Simmons. He was a big. Why deal. don't they uh, create the, the black champion? They could do that. Well, I mean, they they've uh, they've got some guys on the roster right now that I mean could definitely in my opinion our world title material yeah honestly right like there's a couple guys there's this one guy apollo cruz i like the name insane athlete i mean Mm -hmm. this guy can do you know standing moonsault Mm -hmm. which takes a lot of athleticism to pull up. right yeah uh there's another guy titus o'neill a phenomenal athlete six five 300 pounds but he's built like a rock i mean these are guys that i mean honestly i feel they could but I don't know. I mean, I feel like if I was Apollo Cruz, I would create my own move called Cruise Control. There you go. <laughs> where that's I, his finisher. Where I locked you into place and I completely, like, you know, controlled all of your move. You know what I mean? Like, you, I was in complete control of you. Yep. That's Cruise Control. I just yep. put you in Cruise Control. It's pretty good. <laughs> they got a, a, a tag team called The New Day. And that those are uh, three African Americans, and they are they're one of the most entertaining, if not the most entertaining, act on the entire. It's a three way tag team. It's three guys, yeah. But is that a thing? No, they. Oh. Uh, <laughs> there used to be. They used to have the six man tag team championship back in the day. Six, six man. Yep. Like, I feel like I could be the sixth man on one of these things, yeah. like emotional support. Okay, so like my memory as a little kid, like you get smacked once and you switch places, double smack, you're both in. Is that a thing? It is not a thing. It's just Do one you remember tag. this? One I tag. think we made that up. I okay. think that was a you and I thing. Because I think I remember, like, you know, 
having friends over at the house. Yeah. You tag them once, you switch places, a double tag, then two people come it's, in. It was like, yes. It was like when I would have Brandon over and you would have like Justin Millizer over or something. You so I double I mean? tag and we Yeah, and then you double tag yeah. and then just murder me by myself while Brandon's yeah. laughing. <laughs> that's, so that's pretty much a thing okay. that we made up. That sounds right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's funny, though, because they, they will do tornado tag team matches, and that means all four guys can just oh, be gosh. in the ring at the same time. Yeah. And that's chaos, but it's fun to watch. Yeah. But, but no, I'm, I'm with you. I really feel that it's time. It's definitely time. I mean, because they're doing such an incredible job with – the women's division, yeah, like and with Ronda Rousey, we'll go from oh, Brock, yeah. Brock Lesnar to Ronda Rousey, you know, who was this big crossover. You know, she was this huge star in UFC, obviously, and her last few fights there did not go so well. So yeah. hey, why don't I do this? But yeah, follow so she, the money, man. She it's yeah. there. She's, she's definitely in the money. How much do these guys make? Well, like the top end guys, are they making? What are they making? Lesnar pulled in fifteen million this year. Wow, just. And that's just straight for, up. for not doing a whole lot for seven fights. That is so crazy. Uh, I mean, John Cena, he's pulling in probably at least 10, 10 million a year. Um, and even some of these guys, you probably don't know. Like now, John is, Cena probably has tons of endorsement stuff too. Oh, that's yeah, just but, contract con- he's like contract movies. Stuff. That's just with too. WWE. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, but that's, I mean, his merchandise. Oh, through the roof. Yeah. And that's, that's really how they base who the top guys are. Like I just mentioned Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, just, I just read a report. He just overtook John Cena as the top merch seller. And that's the first time in like three years Cena has been number so two. So do the writers mm-hmm. and those who control the destiny of these wrestlers, what you're, are, are you saying this, that. If the popularity of this guy who might be fifth in the world or whatever in the rankings is just all of a sudden gets super popular with either he's super charismatic or, you know, he's right. He, he just gets popular for whatever reason. They start writing him wins to climb the ranks. Uh, you know, sometimes that will happen. It depends on on how and why they got so popular, you know, because. Yeah. Uh, and this is some of the stuff that I don't agree with. And this is just really with WWE because there's other wrestling organizations yeah. that, that don't do this. But um, they prefer that their machine is what made them, right. made the wrestler. Right, right, right. So if a wrestler gets... They don't have too much leverage over them. Yeah, they mm. get what it's to say get over. So if they don't, if they get over organically and on their own, then WWE might be like, well, I don't know about this. We're going right. to... We got to... We put him in his place. Yeah, we got to do something to put a stop to this. Right. So they'll, you know. But watch. if a huge star like Rousey comes in, she's instantly elevated to the top. Oh, yeah. Like she got a title opportunity within like a month. Like day one, yeah. yeah. And she is actually the women, raw women's champion. Like now. if Conor McGregor came to the WWE right now, he would have a chance to fight for the, the belt, right? If Conor McGregor came to the WWE, first of all, to be realistic, he would get squashed like a grape because there's at least a, two dozen guys that are ready to destroy him because of the things he said about WWE. <laughs> I mean, God but it would make him. for a great paycheck. It would right? make for a great pay-per-view. Paychecks. Everybody would watch it. But if we're going to play ball under the WWE and, and put it into that formula, then he yeah, was it's made. big business all across the board. He yeah. was made for WWE. He was. And yeah, because he's that larger than life character yes. and all that. Yeah. Yes. I feel that it's not if, but when he will find his way in because his days in UFC are, Got to yeah. be over. Just bulk up <laughs> a little bit more. Well, they yeah. put him in the cruiserweight division. Yeah. We, and they have that, and that's entertaining, too. I mean, okay. Those are the two, 205 and under. They call it 205 Live is their show. All right. Or maybe he yeah. could pair up with another guy, 
right? Yeah. I mean, really, they could put him in there, uh, put him up against the heavyweights. I mean, he there's guys that are 215 going up against guys 300. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 just that world. You know, yeah. you can put these guys in there, and they can, they just find a way to work together. You know, they can make that He's, work. He'd be the perfect villain. Yep. Come in. Well, and he can talk, and that's yes. the, one of the biggest things that, that you need in modern wrestling right now is you've mm. got to cut a promo. Right. Like, I mean, you've got to get in there. I'm like, you know, I look at some of these NFL guys, you know, there's Terrell Owens. Yeah. Terrell Owens would thrive as a wrestler. Yes. You yeah. have to be eloquent. Yeah. Eloquent, charismatic, so, like, and Tom not... Brokaw would be like perfect. Right. <laughs> Tom Brokaw would be a great manager. I can totally see that. <laughs> We're going to take you down. <laughs> to another new Okay. <laughs> that was horrible. All right. Um okay. All right. So so what we need to know right now is that John Cena is still on top, but but Roman Reigns, that's the name to that's remember. That's the name. He's... So like if I'm I'm talking to like oh, a couple uh, wrestling uh, fans and uh, I want to look like I know what I'm talking about. I bring up the name Roman Reigns. Yep. That's yep. going to give me some credibility. Yeah, he's he's the top guy in WWE right now. He's, you know, he's the one that they've banked like the company has hitched every horse to him right well, now. And they're going to create uh they're going to make John Cena a bad guy. Is that how you do that? They've been trying to do that for years. Uh John Cena will not turn heel. And it's because, and I'll tell you why, and, the, and this goes a lot, a lot to do with some of these guys that get to this point like him, they have what's called creative control. Yeah. And, but a lot of what he's, his philanthropic work, he has done, he has set the record for the most make-a-wish wishes of oh, anybody yeah. ever. Mm, yeah. Any yeah. celebrity, any athlete, doesn't So he matter. doesn't want to turn to a bad guy because you got little kids looking up to him. He's got that role model. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, Charles Barkley back in the day. I'm not I'm no not role a model, model or yeah. whatever that I feel was. like it'd be fun to be a bad guy on the WWE, yeah. though. Oh. I feel like that'd be way more fun than just to be the good guy. I don't know. Well, a lot, And that's what a lot of them say. You know, yeah. like if they when, – when their character is put into a direction where they get to turn heel, that's when they have the most fun. Yeah. yeah. It's because a lot of the gloves are off. Yeah. You, you know? taunt the crowd and exactly. that like, whole thing. With that video we just watched, you yeah, know, when he Chris called Jericho. it. Yeah, everybody in this arena who's a hypocrite and a liar. Yeah, he yeah. called out everybody in the arena. 75,000 people raining booze down on him. Right. In his mind, he's hearing cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Yeah. yeah. He's doing his job exactly right. And he got people to cheer even louder for Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Who put aside for a minute that he's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and all of a sudden, he's the most popular guy in the world. But this cross-promotional effort helps the movie. Movie helps wrestling. Yep. The whole thing. Yep. Yeah. So we need more good wrestling movies. I totally agree. Absolutely. The Rock needs to make it. See, and right? yeah, I, the funny thing about The Rock is that he, he wants to keep them separate, I think, because he respects so much the wwe and that end of things because that yeah. is his but it doesn't have to be a comedy i agree with you i mean it could be a he could make the wwe sponsored movie he did he did oh. actually i i you know now that we're talking about it and yeah. it's coming to my mind he funded his his production company actually funded and worked with wwe studios and films to make a, about this female wrestler named Paige. uh it's called fighting with my family and The Rock produced it and actually uh, a, does a couple cameos in it. So that's a wrestling movie. I haven't seen it, and I haven't heard anything really about it. Then but it can't be great. I don't know. There's a show on Netflix about uh, women's wrestling called Glow. Glow. Yep. I, I have passed to, over it many seems times. seems to be popular. I've never, never watched, watched it. it yeah. Yeah. I haven't either. The Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. That's right. I've, but I've, it's uh, gotten critical, critical acclaim from what I've heard. 
I just there needs to be more of this. I agree. If wrestling is going to be taking that next level in American culture, mm-hmm. we need more entertainment on a TV level, on a movie level, not just what you catch on Raw or SmackDown. Right. Because if I'm not tuning into that now, how would I, how would I how am I ever going to tune into it? I'm not going to. Right. Because I'm I'm already interested in other things. Right. You give me a couple really not your Libre. No. I'm interested. Oh. I'm serious, but you give me movies like that. It doesn't have to be a comedy. It could be it could be anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I um Studio B is very distracting. Yeah. You <laughs> yeah. think so? I mean there's homeless guys walking down the street. There's uh-huh. cop cars going everywhere. Yeah. Those yeah. two I things mean, might be connected. Yeah. We got to move on because we're running out of time. And I'll be darned if we're not going to get to the Netflix suggestion of the week. <laughs> is there anything else before we – well, we didn't tell – actually, we didn't tell Jeremiah about – what time is it? 10.30. I, we do have the special guest coming in. I hope you have time. But uh, we have booked for the last half of the episode Gallagher. So uh, he's coming. Uh, no, that's he's out. Jeremiah's out. That's why the cops are showing up. Jeremiah's just slowly backing out of the room. I see a watermelon slowly roll into the room. I'm like, okay. Oh, he needs to make a horror movie he's where right before you on. get killed, you see a rod- watermelon roll into the room. And that's like his calling. That's when you know you're already dead. It's too late. Yeah. I think he should do a movie where like he's – like as himself mm-hmm. applying to be the next Joker okay. in the next movie, and All like right. he's oh, gone crazy. Man, that's like meta. He's, that's like yeah. super. Okay. So he's like painting his face while uh-huh. like walk around with mm-hmm. these like mallets, and I think that'd be great. Wow, it'd be terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've it'd talked far... about Gallagher twice on Low Road Radio. Both times, Jeremiah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's my calling card now. <laughs> it's gonna follow me everywhere. <laughs> that's all. Yeah, that's uh. that's it. That's it. <laughs> All right, uh, Jason, do you have anything else before we move on to the Netflix suggestion of the week? No? Okay, here we go. Jason, we'll go with you first. Jeremiah will give you time to think about it if you haven't. What is your Netflix suggestion of the week? Brought to you by Hulu. Okay. Teen Titans Go. All right. This is the best cartoon on TV of all time. I'm starting to think you haven't seen Craig of the Creek. I haven't. Have you seen Teen Titans Go? You're sleeping on Craig of the Creek. You're sleeping on Craig of the Creek. Have you seen Teen Titans Go? I have seen Teen Titans Go. It's the best. It's funny. There's an episode where they make fun of pro wrestling. Oh, really? Yes. Mm -hmm. Beast Boy, Robin, Uh all those guys love pro wrestling. Yeah. And Cyborg goes the other route. Real wrestling. Yeah. And there's a whole uh, little segment It's a whole thing. It's it's funny. Did you yeah. watch it today? I watched it today. Because that was your research. That, yes. So your research. In my research, I landed on for Teen Titans Go. For a wrestling podcast was uh-huh. watching Teen, Teen Titans Go. It was half of an episode. So it was like seven and a half minutes. All right. So, so that's your Netflix or suggestion. Teen Titans Go, specifically that one episode. What, do you know what it's called? Uh, no. What do you have to search to find it? Teen Titans Go Wrestling okay. Show. Right. Episode. And ask Jason's wife how to spell wrestling if you don't know. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. My Netflix suggestion of the week is actually found on Netflix. It's a movie. I just watched it. When it was out in theaters, I actually wanted to see it, but I never got a chance to. Hostiles, starring Christian Bale. Mm. It's a Western. It's heavy. I'm just going to tell you right now. It's rated R for violence, and it is uh, violent. But um, it is a good movie. Like, First of all, I love Christian Bale. Almost anything he's in, I'm going to like. Um, it's excellent. It's really, really good. So it's uh, it's a western, and I love westerns, and uh, it's pr- a particularly good one. So, Hostiles on Netflix, starring Christian Bale. 
if you like that sort of thing, watch. I love that. I'll watch it tonight. Five minutes into it, Eric was like, "I don't want to watch this." Yeah. Like, because it. I'm just gonna say the first two and a half to five minutes of it are super intense. That's that's the hardest part. Like, if you don't like that kind of thing, if you can get th- now, the rest of it is still pretty rough, and the end of it's pretty rough. But if you can get through the first five to ten minutes of it, do um, they like torture and kill his family? Well, it's a western, so yeah. you know, if it's a Disney and movie, and the, the parents villains. are gonna die. Yeah. Kind of like if it's Punisher. a <laughs> no, it's it's not exactly like okay. not. I don't want it's. I'm just saying the first couple of minutes are rough to watch. They're okay. hard to watch. But once you get through that, can I watch it with my kids? With your kids? Uh-huh. You watch a lot of things with your kids. I do. I mean, it's uh, you know, it's 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 uh, it's got no sexual content. There is an inference at one point that a woman was raped. You know, okay. but you don't see it. Okay. You know? um, there's some language in it. Uh, but it it wasn't so bad that like the entire time I'm like man they need to like find another word to use you know there were certain characters that would be more yes. uh, prone to use a four letter word than another but it wasn't completely uh, it wasn't over the top it wasn't over the top I didn't think um, but the violence is 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 pretty severe and I like a very, good western yeah it's an excellent western I mean it, for me it hits all of the things that I want on a western it's got the good guy the bad guy it's got the it's got the the music's perfect in it. The scenery's perfect. It's it's just it's just perfect. at one point in the movie, do they steal a horse? Oh, geez, um, horses are stolen. You yeah, know? yeah, that happens. Okay, that happens in every western, sure. right? Yeah. Is there any western that has ever happened where yeah. a horse hasn't been stolen? It's also there's a random like you come up on a guy hanging from a tree. Absolutely, that's a thing that you see in westerns. Yeah. Um, it, I feel like the filter that they put on the movie mm. was different than others that I've seen that made it feel. You know, like all this HD stuff, things now, it's like sometimes I feel like this is too much. Like I'm too much inside the television right now. This is, it's like it's happening. I I want a little bit of a separation between me and, so they put this filter on it. Is it like a yellow filter? It felt like aged film? It's almost like bluish. Almost. It's like a, do you know the, The Book uh, of Eli? Do you know the, I don't know. I can't speak to that. Okay. Do you know the, um, the, uh, Instagram filter Stinson? Are you familiar with that one? Yes, that's not the one I usually go with. Though. Well, I don't always go. I don't usually go with it either. But I'm just saying that's what it reminded me of. So, uh, it's called Hostiles, and it's on Netflix. And if you like that sort of thing, I think you should watch it. All right, Jeremiah, what's yours? I got two. All right, uh, one. We'll allow it. <laughs> one is on Netflix, and it's uh, it's a show, popular show, Arrested Development. Okay, mm. I, we just talked about this last week. We did. Jason's not seen it. I've never seen it. I am a huge fan. Okay, and I uh, hadn't watched it in quite a while. Uh-huh. But they just released earlier this summer, season five. I think, okay, or the, the first half of season five. Yeah. Um. So I had to go back and watch the whole thing. I just started from season one, binged, watched up to season five. It's amazing. There are so many great moments in Arrested Development. It's, <laughs> I think, I don't know my favorite. There's a lot. But one of my favorites is when uh, Michael Bluth is talking and uh, Buster's hitting the drum in the background. And Buster, it's like, could you? Yeah. Buddy, could you do that somewhere else? <laughs> like, that's so perfect. Yep. I mean, that's just, oh, my gosh. And that, so many, like, little tiny things in that where you could watch it over and over again and catch different things that you never caught before. And that, that happened to me this time around, especially on season three. Because that's that was the final season that mattered. The one mattered. before they rebooted it, I right. guess. Mitch Hurwitz is a genius. Yeah. Did you know what his first writing job was, sitcom-wise? I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue. I know. Golden I've, Girls. That's right. 
I knew it was one of the Golden ones. Girls. Thank you for being <laughs> a friend. Travel down the road and back again. So, uh, yeah, Mitch Hurwitz. Now, I will say, I didn't watch season four. I started to, and I was like, this is a different show. I don't like this. But but they did a, a, a remix of it, and it, it's because they the way they shot season four was everybody's schedules were so crazy. They had to do individual each, characters. Each character had his own episode, so basically. So they, they recut it. To match the first three seasons. Really? Yep. And that's on Netflix? That's on Netflix. Okay, so I need to watch this. So there you go. You okay. Got, you got the season All four right. reboot, and then yeah. that leads right into season five. All right. Very good. Uh, my other suggestion, on the note of Westerns, it's on YouTube. Uh-huh. Uh, you might might have heard of it. It's from 1989, Lonesome Dove. Okay, mm. yeah. With uh, Kenny Rogers? Uh, no, that... Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Made to look like Kenny, Kenny Rogers? Rogers. He looked just like Kenny Rogers. Did though. he? Yeah. What's the one with Kenny Rogers? The Gambler. Sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Okay. <laughs> Lonesome Dove. Lonesome. Oh, it's with uh, the other guy is... Um, Robert Duvall. Robert Duvall. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love Lonesome Dove. Dude, Lonesome Dove is three parts. It's a three-part thing. Four-part. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, Tommy Lee Jones... Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, no. Just built your coffee. <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones has got a little bit of a Kenny Rogers look to him. Okay, yeah, that yeah. is Tommy Lee Jones. In my mind, it was uh, Kenny... Kenny Rogers, okay. but I uh, I grew up watching that, and I just rediscovered it recent. You know, just a few days ago, I had a day off, and I watched all four parts. <laughs> There's a great line. I watched all four parts like recently, like a year ago. Mm-hmm. Recently, a year ago. There's a really great line in it. I can't remember what it is. Is there a famous line from that movie? Uh, I mean, there's there's a handful of good lines, uh, mostly from Robert Duvall's character, yeah. Augustus McRae. Yeah, um, it's an excellent book too. Excellent book. But what's what's, what's a book? Yeah, Jason. Oh, right, right. Jason it's on, <laughs> you can find that on a Kindle, I think. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, <laughs> but a novel, if you will. But Do no, they it's, still make those. I think I don't know. That's uh, it's a rarity in today's society. But no, Lonesome Dove is fantastic, and it's a it's a CBS miniseries. It was a TV presentation, but I don't know. I have to put it up there as one of the best westerns I think ever made. And that's just my personal opinion. It's hey, good. Yeah. that's what we want. Westerns. You want a couple of quotes from Lonesome Doves, Jason? Yes. It ain't dying I'm talking about. It's living. Mm-hmm. I doubt it matters where you die, but it matters where you live. It's good. It's pretty good. The older the violin, the sweeter, sweeter the, the music. music. Yes. How about that one? That's good. Yes, yesterday's gone on down the river, and you can't get it back. That's pretty good. If you want one thing too much, it's likely to be a disappointment. The healthy way is to learn to live like everyday things, like soft beds and buttermilk and feisty gentlemen. <laughs> like myself. Yes. How's it that? It is good. Yeah. Were any of those the quote you were looking no, for? No, it doesn't matter. It's a fine world. <laughs> I'm probably thinking of uh, The Gambler. Yeah, you probably Kenny Rogers. know when to hold him, know yeah. when to fold him, uh-huh. know when to run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You I think it's know when to walk away and know no when, when to run. Right. Yeah. yeah. Great song, too. Mm-hmm. Excellent is it? Song. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. I love Kenny Rogers. Uh huh. Him and Dolly Parton are Islands in the Stream. One of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. Kenny Rogers is also a great actor. As is Dolly Parton. Yes. Nine to five. Nine to five. I was just going to say nine <laughs> to five. My wife watches that frequently. Never seen it. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, Jason, do you have anything else before we no, close thank down? you, Jeremiah. Yeah, we thank you for coming on the show. Again. I enjoy it. To me, the conversation just this flows. This is fun. Yes. This is fun. Flows like the Salmon of Capistrano. <laughs> do you know what the movie that's from? No. No? Dumb and Dumber? Yes! Yes. Thank you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Let's talk about the women in Aspen, you know, come flocking. Samsonite. Like, 
was way off. Yeah. <laughs> Slappy, swippy, As- Samsonite. Aspen, where the beer flows like wine, <laughs> where women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. Uh, Harry, you're alive. You're a terrible shot. <laughs> anyway. Oh, all right. Well, um, I could do Dumb and Dumber quotes all day, but I'm not going to because we are done. So this is Dan signing off for Jason and Jeremiah, reminding you to always keep your stick on the ice and never wear. The blue sweats. Are you one of a kind? <laughs> hey. Are you one of a kind? Tell me, hey. Are you one of a kind? Hey. Are you one of a kind? Tell me, hey. I'm on my Kevin McAllister. I'm home alone. On a roll, but I've never been a rolling stone. On the path to life, you gotta pay the toll. So I paid it up, and now I'm about to hit the road. I laid it up. Call that move a finger roll. I saved it up. Call that move a bankroll. I was persistent. Call the movie, won't take no. Saw it from a distance, call that move a telescope. The enemy and inner peace are fighting for control. They're both the same, but they're both at war and won't let go. Talk to myself a lot, ugh, yeah, I know. Are you talking to me? Do I detect a tone? You're in my bubble, dude, you're in my zone. If I can smell your breath, that's your cue that you're too close. You like fatal attraction, you're like Glenn Close. It's nice chatting with myself, but now it's time to go. Yeah, yeah, oh, 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 oh. Tell me what you find. Tell me if it's on your mind one time, like. Tell me if it's on your mind one time, like. Are you one of a kind? Hey. Are you one of a kind? Tell me, hey. Are you one of a kind? Hey. Are you one of a kind? Tell me, hey. When it comes to breaking free from the guidelines, I don't know if there's ever really a right time. A lyrical genius, you can call me Einstein. Put some shekels in my pocket, call me Feinstein. I'm a monster on the beat, call me Frankenstein. Spend my time off my feet, call it hang time. Try to figure out life for a lifetime. Hey Regis, I think I'll use my lifeline. I found the spotlight exactly at the right time. So if you're sleeping on me, save it for the nighttime. If you're waiting on me, readjust your timeline. And if you're hating on me, love and hate's a fine line. If you like the bar, pause it and rewind. Play it back and tell your friends what you find. I'd never promise that I'm one of a kind, but these were my thoughts, they were weighing on Are my you mind. one of a kind? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, yeah. Are you one of a kind? Oh, 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 oh. Tell me what do you find? Are you one of a kind? Are you one of a kind? Tell me what you find. Tell me if it's on your mind one time, like. Tell me if it's on your mind one time, like. Are you one of a kind? Hey. Are you one of a kind? Tell me, hey. Are you one of a kind? Hey. Are you one of a kind? Tell me, hey.